Hi, welcome to the Light of Deception. Today, I'm going to continue in our talk about the 24 deceptive practices in today's churches. If you haven't seen part one, I'll leave the link below. And also, if you haven't seen part two, where I was talking about prayer labyrinths, I'll have a link below for you as well. Today, we're going to be talking about Reiki energy healing practices in the church. And we're going to be asking the question, should Reiki be something that churches are practicing in order to get closer to the healing, the gift of healing. So I want to start off there. It says Reiki for the Christians. And this is a site it's going to tell you about, it's going to welcome you to Reiki for Christians. As the popularity of Reiki grows, many Christians are becoming interested in this healing art and have begun to practice it. They have found that Reiki is a usual technique that helps them express compassion towards others and relieves suffering at the same time that it creates a closer connection for them to God. Because Reiki is a laying on a hands healing technique similar to what Jesus practiced, it is especially appealing what is my question i can sometimes it's so perplexing to me to ever even think about a christian wanting to practice energy healing with crystals and rocks using all kinds of forms of divination practice so what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the purpose of the this site this is the site that we're talking about that's teaching about um, christian reiki the purpose of this site is to answer questions Christians have about Reiki and to provide a place for Christians who practice Reiki to share their ideas and experiences. This website has been created by Christians who practice Reiki. So, wow, and they're tying it to the spiritual gifts. So because one of the spiritual gifts is healing, devoted Christians who take direction from the above scriptures have looked into the laying on of hands and more recently the practice of Reiki. In addition, many Christians seekers have found, and they try to connect it to John 14, 12, an important source of guidance as well as a reassurance that becoming a healer is not only possible but also something we as Christians should develop if we feel spiritual guided to do so. I am telling you the truth. That's what it says. It's telling the scripture, whoever believes in me will do what I do. Yes, he will do even greater things because I am going to the Father. It's almost speechless. It's I'm speechless. So I'm going to tell you what Reiki is in just a second if you don't know. Scripture clearly indicates that healing is something appropriate for Christians to be involved with. Christians who have a solid foundation in their faith know that God will always protect them and guide them because they know this is a dangerous demonic practice. What? Those Christians who practice Reiki do so within the guidance and protection of God, secure in the belief that they have been guided to follow Jesus' example to be healers. Okay, then it says, Have you been called by God and the Holy Spirit to practice the gift of healing? If the answer is yes, is Reiki right for you? 
After careful investigation and gaining a clear understanding of what Reiki is, the best way for you to decide if you should take up the practice of Reiki can be best answered through prayer. Oh, wow. So let's go back and I'm going to tell you what Reiki is. There's a lot of questions that are answered here at the back. This is the basics of Reiki. Okay, Reiki is an energy healing technique that promotes relaxation, reduces stress and anxiety through gentle touch. Reiki practitioners use their hand to deliver energy to your body, improving the flow, flow and balance of your energy to support healing. Wow, wow, wow. And they can, you can even say it a little bit differently. So let's listen to this one. What is Reiki and how is it done? Reiki is an energy healing technique in which the Reiki master who has undergone formal training in the healing arts uses gentle hand movements with the intention to guide the flow of healing energy. What's known as Reiki as life force energy. Where is the life force energy coming from is the question. Through the client's, okay, through the client's body to reduce stress and promote healing. Mm. Wow. Okay. Where, now here's another question that they're answering. Where does Reiki energy come from? Reiki is an energy-based approach to healing that originated in the ancient Tibetan Buddhist teachings. So are we tapping into Buddhist teachings as Christians? Reiki was discovered in the 1800s and consistent with other therapies based in Asia, based in Asian medical systems. Assumes that phys physical and emotional impairment are linked to abnormalities of a person's energy or biofields. Wow. Can Reiki heal the body? And this is an answer. And then maybe this is only one answer, but here's one answer. Although Reiki is growing in popularity, there is little evidence that it provides any clinical benefits or benefit. Practitioners claim that Reiki can enable relaxation, reduce pain, spread healing, and improve some symptoms. However, few research findings support any spe specific health benefits. Then it says, what does Reiki feel like? The experience of Reiki is subjective, changeable, and sometimes very subtle. People often experience heat in the practitioner's hands, but sometimes the practitioner's hands feel refreshingly cold. Wouldn't that be anybody? I mean, hot? Are you just coming in from, you know, being cold? Okay, the five Reiki principles and how to incorporate them into your life. Just for today, do not worry. Just for today, do not anger. Just for today, be humble. Just for today, be honest. Just for today, be compassionate towards yourself and others. Just for today, I will earn my living honesty. Just for today, I will earn my living honestly. Just for today, that should be 
every day, not just for today. But this is so these are those things now that the Bible would not be practicing just for today, but for a lifetime, right? And um, sometimes we have a righteous anger, so that's in here. It's nice to be humble and honest, of course, and live honestly for sure and try not to worry. You know, sometimes that's not saying that these couldn't be, um, uh, if we took it into a biblical standpoint, um, be compassionate towards others. You know, this one says to yourself and others, but, it, you know, it's you're automatically going to be putting yourself first as a human being. So it would be Jesus, others, and then yourself. You know, you're dying to self every day. How do you feel the day after Reiki? It's telling us, according to anecdotal reports, most people feel relaxed after the Reiki session. Others may feel unusually tired. Practitioners claim that this means your body is healing. Allegedly, tiredness might be accompanied by other side effects like headaches, stomach aches, and weakness. That doesn't sound like healing to me. And the healing in the Bible, right? Jesus did a lot of amazing healings and it was instantaneous, right? Um, or he was asked to ask somebody to do something, to go to the water, you know, and then once they got there, then the healing was there. Made mud and put it on the eyes and the healing was there. Jesus came out. I mean, Lazarus came out as Jesus called him out, right? And so, you know, they're trying to put Reiki in with religion. It says, what does, now, what religion does, is Reiki? So we know that's Buddhist, right? I talked about that. But this is telling you, Reiki is a spiritual healing art with origins in Japan. The word Reiki comes from the Japanese word Reiki, which means universal life. And key, which means energy, universal life energy, is what this is called. Reiki is not affiliated with any particular religion or religious practice. Reiki is the life energy that flows through all living things. Wow. And we saw that it can be tied in with Buddhism. Now it says, what are the three Reiki symbols? In a Reiki Two class in a Reiki session two class, a student receives three symbols: the power symbol, the mental emotional symbol, and the distant symbol. They are uh, activated. They are activated by the Reiki practitioner during a ceremony, meditation, and attunement or placement. Doesn't that kind of sound like it's like an attunement, but with Jesus, we were talking about atonement. So what is going on here? This doesn't sound anything like Jesus. This doesn't sound anything like the Bible. This sounds like the world. Okay, so let's look at this. They are, they're symbols for the master, and I'll show you what they look like right here. They're master symbols. So I'm going to show you what that looks like. All hell, the power of the Deco Mayo or master symbol. This symbol is a nourishing and enlightening one. And it is the most sacred Reiki symbol. It also has the highest vibration and it has the most transformative power of all five of the Reiki symbols. Wow, should Christians be practicing Reiki with all these symbols? Okay, here's crystals. What crystals are used in Reiki? 
Your practitioner may use crystals during your Reiki sessions. Crystals are thought to add an extra element of healing to the treatment by helping to release emotions, mental and spiritual blocks. Here's the crystals. Are crystals used during Reiki? Rose quartz, amethyst, moonstone, topaz, aquamarine. Which is the best healing stone? So that's going to answer this question. Clear quartz, according to Dr. Kim, is known as the master healer because it helps align all your chakras. Now we're talking about yoga and the chakras down your spinal cord, right? Um, you can get into kundalini yoga and then your chakras. Or you can get into yoga that is helping you to... As I said in the in the previous, in the 24 practices in today's, deceptive practices in today's churches, or you can get into the yoga that is where you're getting older and you're getting on in life and you're getting ready to reincarnate. So you're letting go of this life for the next life in reincarnation. So be very careful with all these practices in the church. It says chakras and energetically attuned to all other crystals. What's the most powerful crystal? One of the most powerful crystals that you can find today is without a doubt, Moldavite. The frequencies emitted by this incredible stone stimulates a process known as the Moldavite flash or flush. It originated as a crystal structured as a result of a meteorite. Meteorite collided with the earth approximately 15 million years ago. Okay, so now we're talking instead of about creationism, you know, that God created the heavens and the earth, right? And then he did um, all these things in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. So we're talking about over 6,000 years ago, but definitely not... 15 million years ago if we're talking about when Jesus was walking the earth too and how how long that has been and you take it back before that so we're looking at a little over 6,000 years and not 15 million years so we're dealing with evolution now which stone should not be worn together do not wear pearl and rubies together I do not combine the energies of the moon and the sun do not combine Venus with moon and sun. Hence, do not wear diamonds with rubies and pearls. Do not combine cat eyes, the element of ketu or kitu, with crystals and stones that relate to the sun and the moon. That is not biblical, my goodness gracious. Who should not wear pearls? This means, okay, this means that people of, if you're a Gemini, a Virgo, a Capricorn, an Aquarius, Ascendant, should not wear pearls. If such people wear pearls, then their mind gets distracted and upheaval starts in their life. Those people whose moon is placed in the 12th or 10th house in their horoscope are also not advised to wear pearls. Okay. Does that sound Christian to you? Horoscopes 
and looking at your signs that you're born as a Virgo or, Virgo or a Torres, you know, those kind of things. It sounds worldly to me and it sounds like occult practices to me. Now, I want to go down to where we're talking about warnings here. And I think that we can all agree here that the best thing for you to do is to check everything against Scripture. Does this sound scriptural to you? It says, Scripture clearly indicates that healing is something appropriate for Christians to be involved with. Does that mean Reiki? Um, This is back to the Christians um, practicing uh, Reiki. Christians who have solid foundations in their faith know that God will always protect them and guide them. If you're getting into demonic practices, God's going to be there with you to protect you from what you are opening yourself up into Reiki practices. Have you been called by God and the Holy Spirit to practice the gift of healing? If the answer is yes, is Reiki right for you? Should Christians even be asking if a Reiki is right for you? What does the Bible say about s- such thing? Adulterers and adulteresses do not. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in in us yearns jealously so he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble humble cures worldliness so humble yourself therefore submit to god resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and they use their hands right and purify your heart Is your heart pure if you're practicing these kind of practices that are outside of biblical scripture? You double-minded, lamate and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Do not get involved in what's popular in the world. Reiki is very popular. Crystals and stones are very popular in the world. Looking at your horoscope is very popular in the world, right? So this says Deuteronomy 18:19 through 14. Avoid wicked customs. When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or soothsaying, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, abominations the Lord your God drives them out from before you you shall be blameless before the Lord your God for these nations which you will dispossess listen to soothsayers and diviners but as for you the Lord your God has not appointed such for you so stay away from these practices 
that are man-centered they're coming from an, an energy of the like the earth force or mother nature or coming from the prince of the power of the air which is satan right be stay away from worldly practices don't christianize things by saying that the bible you know the bible is telling us to become healers so we have to take on the practice of reiki and god will protect us as we're taking on deceptive practices practices that are the world practices that are from satan practices that are coming from familiar spirits tapping into divination practices stay away from wicked practices and do not blend what the bible says with what the world says what the scriptures are teaching which they're warning against you practicing these things and becoming friendships friends with the world and taking on what's in scripture and blending it with what's in the world are taking parts of scripture to make this okay to being a part of a Reiki healing practitioner or a master Reiki practitioner by using all these things that you would find definitely in witchcraft and sorcery. So be wise, be vigilant, be sober-minded for your enemy is seeking who he may devour. Be so, so very careful. Remember always that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. It's his way not the worldly ways, not what we think is right. So we're not going to lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways, we are going to follow him because he will direct our path. So I love that he says that. I love that he guides us. I love that he sets out warnings. And remember, the site is always about exposing church and world deception from a biblical viewpoint. Thanks for watching The Light of Deception. And please look below. I will leave the link to this deceptive Christians practicing Reiki so you can read the rest of it and see what the Bible says. So test everything against the Word of God. Be a good Berean in these days and know that your redemption draws near and run your race well so you can hear well done, good and faithful. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye.